Greetings, my beloved brethren. Greetings according to your time and your location. And may the almighty Abba, Yahuwah bless each and every one of you. My beloved brethren, our lesson from today is Yahuwah's master plan. The scriptures of the Bible clearly states that Yahuwah has a specific master plan and purpose for every individual. Yahuwah fully furnished his master plan with his power and ability, his grace and wisdom, his blessings and provision. Yahuwah's ultimate master plan is the advancement of his kingdom his glorification and the salvation of his children through his son, Yahusha Hamashiach. The plan of salvation is the fullness of the gospel. Yahuwah master plan invite us to become joint heir with Hamashiach and receive his blessings prepared for us by his grace. We must aim to gain experience and wisdom to become like our Lord and Savior, Yahusha HaMashiach in love. Yahuwah's master plan includes the redemption of his children from every tribe and nation in the world. It's Yahuwah's plan and desire for us to dwell in his presence, for us to glorify him through our lives and enjoy him forever. To follow Yahuwah's master plan for our life, we must go to him in prayer and devote ourselves each day to the project he has prepared for our lives. We must fulfill Yahuwah's master plan, purpose, because nothing can happen without Yahuwah ordaining it. To start our lesson, our first question is, who wants what is good for us? The answer to this question is found in the book of Jeremiah, chapter 29, verse 11. I alone knows the plans I have for you, plans to bring you prosperity and not disaster, plans to bring about the future you hope for. So who wants what is good for us? Yahuwah, our Allahim, wants what is good for us. What is the proof? Even during the time in captivity in Babylon, Yahuwah planned for the Israelites to, pros to prosper. Yahuwah always is thinking of us and has plans for all of us. Yahuwah's master plan brings us the future we hope to receive. And why are we hoping for Yahuwah's future for us? We hope for Yahuwah's future because only he knows his plans for us. And what is Yahuwah's plan for us? Yahuwah's plan is to bring us prosperity and not a disaster. Since when did Yahuwah 
conceived this master plan and what does, what does this master plan contain for us? We find the answer in the, in the book of Jeremiah also. Chapter one, verse nine and verse four and five. God did what he had proposed and made known to us the secret plan he had already decided to complete by means of Christ. Even before the world was made, God had already chosen us to be his through our union with Christ so that we would be holy and without fault before him. Because of his love, God has already decided that through Yahushua Christ, he would make us his children. This was his pleasure and purpose. So since when did Yahuwah conceive this master plan? And what does this master plan contain for us? Yahuwah conceived this master plan for us even before he created the world. It was part of his secret plan. What is this master plan of Yahuwah? The master plan of Yahuwah was that through our union with Hamashiach, we would become eligible to be made his children but aren't all human beings children of Yahuwah? Yes. Under the act of creation, all human beings are children of Yahuwah. But because of sin, what happened to humankind? Because of sin, humankind lost their right and privilege as children of Yahuwah. So what did Yahuwah do? to restore the right and privilege of humankind as his children. Yahuwah, because of his unfailing love for us, included in his plan to sacrifice his first begotten son, Yahusha, Hamashiach, to make us holy and without fault before him. Why does Yahuwah want to restore us as his children? Yahuwah want to restore us as his children because this was his purpose and pleasure from the very beginning. Before he made the world, he had proposed it and made it known. His secret plan was already decided and completed through Yahusha HaMashiach. Thereby, through HaMashiach, he restored us as his children. What became of man because of sin? And why was it necessary for Yahuwah to, to create a plan to restore us as his children? We find the answer in the book of Ephesians chapter two, verse two down to three. In which you once walked according to the course of this world according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now walks in the sons of disobedience, among whom also we all once conducted ourselves 
in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, just as the others. What became of man because of sin? And why was it necessary for Yahuwah to create a plan to restore us as his children? Because of sin, man became the children of wrath. How are children of wrath described? Children of wrath fulfill the desires of the flesh and the mind, and they become children of wrath by nature, just as all the others. They walk according to the course of this world, and children of wrath are children who walk according to the prince of the power of the air. Who is the prince of the power of the air? The prince of the power of the air is the devil who deceived the whole world. The devil's spirit works in the sons of disobedience. That's the reason why the world is getting worse and worse. Nowadays, more belong to the children of wrath than there are children of Yahuwah. For this reason, Yahuwah will pour his wrath upon them. What is needed? To avoid the wrath of Yahuwah, to avoid the wrath of Yahuwah, one has to change from being children of wrath to become children of Yahuwah. Yahuwah's secret plan has been to restore us as his children from the beginning. How can we again become children of Yahuwah? In the same book of Ephesians, chapter 1, Verse five, we find the answer to this question. His unchanging plan has always been to adopt us into his own family by sending Yahusha, Christ, to die for us. And he did this because he wanted to. So how can we again become children of Yahuwah? We can again become children of Yahuwah through, adop through adoptions into Yahuwah's family. And how can we be adopted into Yahuwah's family? We can be adopted into Yahuwah's family because Yahuwah sent our Lord Yahusha to die for us. And through the shedding of his blood, we are adopted into Yahuwah's family. Why was the shedding of Yahusha's blood necessary? The shedding of Yahusha's blood was necessary because of the need to forgive sin. Because of sin, humankind lost the right and privilege as a child of Yahuwah. And only by the forgiveness of sin can the right and privileges as a child of Yahuwah be restored. Yahuwah included this restoration in his unchanging plans before he created the world. And why did Yahuwah include restoration in his plans? Yahuwah included restoration in his plans because of his unfailing love for us. And he knew that humankind will disobey him 
and commit a sin. What else is an essential part of Yahuwah's plan? The answer is found in the book of Romans, chapter 8, verse 29. For God knew his people in advance, and he chose them to become like his son, so that his son would be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. So what else is an essential part of Yahuwah's plan? An essential part of Yahuwah's plan is electing us to become like our king, Yahusha. Because just becoming part of the body of Hamashiach is not enough. Yahuwah wants us to be like the one who heads the body, Hamashiach. Being a member of the assembly, we have to think, talk, and act like Yahusha. Why must we think, talk, and act like Yahusha? We have to do this because of the promised future in the heavenly kingdom. What is the plan of Yahuwah concerning the promised future? Yahuwah wants us to be heirs together with Yahusha HaMashiach. Yahuwah sent Yahusha HaMashiach to die for us so that Yahusha would become the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. And what was Yahuwah's reason for doing this? Yahuwah's reason for doing this was because he knew in advance that his people would sin. So what did Yahuwah decide to do about his people? Yahuwah decided to choose us to become like his son, Yahusha. We must become like Hamashiach. Thank you for listening, my brethren. The remaining part of our lesson for today will be brought to you by our brother John. Thank you for listening. <clears throat> Shabbat Shalom, brothers and sisters in the faith. Now, if there are people who will ask us, well, what is the master plan of Yahuwah Elohim? We have one word, Yahushua. He is the Logos. He is the eternal plan of our loving Father for the salvation of mankind. This is why when we want to be saved, we must go through our loving King, Yahushua HaMashiach. Hence, we are baptized into his body, this is an important part of receiving salvation. And when a person is baptized, often in scriptures, it is depicted as being born again. And when a person is born again into a new creation in Yahushua, when a person thinks about being born, we think about an infant, right? And so when we are called into Yahushua, born again into his body, we begin as infants. In other words... We need to grow to become mature. We, we must not be stuck as an infant. We need to become more and more like Yahushua. It is included in the master plan of Yahuwah Elohim. It's not enough that we simply be baptized and be infants in Yahushua. We need to become mature and complete. And so to carry out this process of maturity so that we can become more and more like Yahushua, what did Yahuwah, our loving Elohim, 
use as a process for maturity. Let's read the book of James 1, 2 down to 4. My friends, consider yourselves fortunate when all kinds of trials come your way. For you know that when your faith succeeds in facing such trials, the result is the ability to endure. Make sure that your endurance carries you all the way without failing, so that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. According to scriptures, how can we become mature like Yahushua? What is part of the process of maturation? It is the experience of trials of every kind. Take note, James says, all kinds of trials. When we think of trials, there are many different kinds. It affects every part of our being. There are trials when it comes to our health, trials when it comes to our finances, trials when it comes to our faith, trials when it comes to our relationships. Bible says there is a purpose for the trials that we go through in life. And what is that purpose? Its purpose is so that we can become perfect, complete, lacking nothing. In other words, the process Yahuwah chooses for us to become mature in Yahushua is through the servanthood of trials. This is why we have to go through trials. It is Yahuwah's way to complete and perfect us so that we can become like Yahushua. However, who among us who go through trials of every kind will become mature like Yahushua? They are the ones who are able to endure and they, their endurance carries them all the way without failing. And that's the key word. If there's one key word we will learn in this lesson today, it is endurance. Because without endurance, we will quit. If we will quit, we will not become mature. But if we will let endurance take us all the way, then we will become mature, perfect, and lacking nothing. But what does it mean for us to endure? It simply means to remain faithful to God. Even if there is pressure against us to quit. And so we need to endure. We must not quit. Because if we endure, we will see the master plan of Yahuwah come to its com completion. Why can we trust in Yahuwah? In times of trials in our life. Let's read the book of Romans. 8 and the verses 28. And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. What is God able to do in times of our trials in life? Bible says God is able to cause everything to work together for our own good. And so all the bad things that happen to us, Yahuwah can flip that around. And cause it to work for our benefit. Is Yahuwah able to do this? Absolutely. He created the heavens and the earth. It is not a big deal to him. To use the trials in our life. For our own good. And for our own benefit. And so brothers and sisters in the faith. What trials are we facing right now? Are they so heavy. That we feel like quitting. We must not quit. Let us endure and let endurance take us all the way without failing. Why? Because when we endure, we will see eventually 
at the appointed time, we will see the master plan of Yahuwah come to its completeness. And so let's not waste our suffering. Let's not waste the trials that we have gone through. Allow Yahuwah to complete his work in us so that we can see with our eyes and rejoice with him when it is at last finished. Because when we do that, we will truly rejoice in salvation. And who is a good example of a servant of God who was able to endure? And he endured all the way without quitting. And he saw the master plan of Yahuwah. Let's read the book of Genesis chapter 50 and the verses 20. You plotted evil against me, but God turned it into good in order to preserve the lives of many people who are alive today because of what happened. Do you know who the one speaking in that passage is? His name is Joseph. And he was speaking to his brothers. And he said to his brothers, you plotted evil against me. And this is true. His brothers did plot evil against him. They even wanted to kill him. What did Joseph say? Joseph said, yes, you plotted evil against me. But God turned it into good. Do you know why? His brothers plotted evil against him. Because Yahuwah Abba gave Joseph a plan. Did you know that? And because of this plan, his brothers became jealous of him. Remember the dream that Joseph had? Yahuwah planted a plan and he gave Joseph a dream because he's going to use Joseph as a powerful instrument of good in the future. Perhaps Joseph had no idea about the details of that plan, but Yahuwah Abba knows the details. You see, we don't need to know the details of Yahuwah's plan. We just need to trust him to, to carry it out to its completion. So he planted a dream to Joseph, in Joseph, right? And because of that dream, he had a zeal for that plan of Yahuwah. And because of this, his brothers became jealous. And so what did the brothers do? They sold him to the Midianites. I wonder what Joseph felt when he was sold to the Midianites. What's going to happen to my dream now? But you know what? Joseph did not give up. He endured. But after he was blessed by Yahuwah, what happened to Joseph? He was next sold to Potiphar. And so he became a slave again. And in Potif with Potiphar, he remained faithful to Yahuwah. He endured. And Yahuwah blessed him in Potiphar's household. And what happened after Yahuwah Abba blessed him there in Potiphar's household? He was again tested. He had to go through another trial. You see, he was a handsome fellow. And so Potiphar's wife tried to seduce him, but he ran away. But he was accused of rape. And so what happened to Joseph? He was taken to jail. So he was jailed for something he did not do. Is that a trial? Yeah. I mean, one of the worst trials that you can endure is to be accused of something you did not do, and you have to go through tremendous suffering. And so he was jailed for something he did not do. But you know what? He endured. He remained faithful to Yahuwah, and God blessed him even in the jail. Can you imagine that? And so what happened to him? He met a cupbearer, right? He also met uh, a baker, and they told him about their dreams. And so he thought this would be the way out, out of jail, but he was forgotten. 
and he waited two more years. And eventually, what happened? There was a dream that Pharaoh had. And the only one who could interpret that dream was who? Joseph. But how was the connection between the dream of Pharaoh and Joseph? How was the connection made? He had to be in the jail at the right time and in the right moment, right? Otherwise, there would have been no connection. And when Joseph was able to tell Pharaoh about the dream, what happened to Joseph? He became the governor of the most powerful nation on earth at that time. Do you know how long this process took? It took 13 years. He was sold as a slave when he was 17. He became governor at 30. 13 years of trial after trial after trial. Maybe Joseph asked in himself, why is this happening to me? Short answer, Yahuwah was preparing him to be what? Governor. Joseph had no idea. But Yahuwah knows the details of the plans that he has for each and every one of us. Yes, Yahuwah does not intend for us to be governors. But there's a deeper and more magnificent purpose in Yahuwah's plan for each one of us, which is why he takes us through many trials in our life. What is that? He doesn't want to make us to become governors. He wants to make us so that we can become like who? Yahushua. That's his purpose. That's his plan. He wants us to become like his son, Yahushua. And why is this an important part of Yahuwah's plan? Let's find out. The book of 1 Peter, chapters 5, 6 to 7 and 10. So humble yourselves under the mighty power of God. And at the right time, he will lift you up in honor. Give all your worries and cares to God, for he cares about you. In his kindness, God called you to share in his eternal glory by means of Christ Yahushua. So after you have suffered a little while, he will restore, support, and strengthen you. And he will place you on a firm foundation. Why is us becoming more and more like Yahushua, an important part of the plan of Yahuwah? That's because Yahuwah wants us to share to share in his eternal glory by means of Christ Yahushua. Do you see that in verse 10? If you take the time, brothers and sisters, we have the passage there on the screen. Please take the time to read what it says on verse 10. In his kindness, God called us. For what purpose? To share in the eternal glory by means of Christ Yahushua. You see, that's the third phase of Yahuwah's master plan. We can regard, if you will, the master plan of Yahuwah in three phases. What's phase number one? Yahuwah calls us to have fellowship with who? Yahusha through baptism. What's phase number two? We go through a maturation process so that we can become like Yahusha. That's phase number two. What's phase number three? So that we can share in his eternal glory through Christ Yahushua. That's the third phase. Don't we want to see the third phase? Don't we want to share in the glory of Yahushua? Yes, we do. But for us to get to the third phase, 
we have to pass the second phase. And the second phase is the most difficult part of the three-phase plan of Yahuwah's master plan for our salvation. And so what must we do when we are in that second phase? Because right now we are in that phase. But what is the promise of Yahuwah? The Bible says, after you have suffered a little while, what will he do? He will restore, support, and strengthen us. Allow Yahuwah to support, strengthen, and restore us. And so what must we do? Well, we are in the process of being restored by Yahuwah Abba. Bible says, humble yourselves under the mighty power of God. And this is a lesson we need to learn. In fact, it is so important. We're going to talk about it again in our worship service next week. What is the importance of humility? When we are humble, we allow Yahuwah to have his purpose in our life. And we don't interfere in the process of Yahuwah. We let him complete his process. We let him complete his work in us. Because the work he's doing in us is a beautiful time. Is a beautiful thing. And what is a big part of humbling ourselves before Yahuwah? We wait at the right time. We don't insist on our own time. But we wait at the right time. Because at the right time, he will lift us up. What can we do? And what does Yahuwah invite us to do while we wait? Because one of the most difficult things to do when we go through suffering is to wait. But what does Yahuwah Abba want us to do while we wait for the right time when he will lift us up? Yahuwah says, give all your worries. Give all our cares to him because he cares for us. Believe the statement of the Holy Scriptures. Yahuwah cares for us and so he invites us to take all of our burdens to take all of our worries before the feet of our loving father because he will strengthen us and he will help each and every one of us you see right now yahuwah is restoring his people why because judgment is at hand salvation is at hand he is restoring his people and when yahuwah restores his people he restores us one person at a time. And what will God do? What will Yahuwah do to help those he is restoring to endure until the end? Let's read the final passage of our studies today in the book of Jeremiah 32, 38 to 41. They will be my people and I will be their God. You see, this is part of Yahuwah's restoration in the last days, the latter parts of the last days, they will be my people. I will be their God. God is bringing together his people. And how will he do that? And I will give them one heart and one purpose to worship me forever for their own good and for the good of all their descendants. And I will make an everlasting covenant with them. I will never stop doing good for them. I will put a desire in their hearts to worship me. And they will never leave me. I will find joy doing good for them and will faithfully and wholeheartedly replant them in this land. Brothers and sisters, this is the promise of Yahuwah that his people will enjoy when the everlasting kingdom, the kingdom that Yahuwah promised will be established here on earth, there in the land of Jerusalem. 
Yahuwah is in the process of restoring his people. Do you know how Yahuwah begins? When he is carrying out his work of restoration, it begins by planting a desire in the hearts of his people. You notice what God said? Yahuwah said, I will put a desire in their hearts to worship me. Brothers and sisters, why are we here today? Did someone force you to be here today for worship? Were you afraid that if you were not here present in worship, someone is taking attendance and you're going to get a reprimand? Are you being forced to worship? We no longer have the situation we came from where there is strict attendance taken and consequences that follow if we did not become present in the worship service. There's only one reason why you're here, brothers and sisters. Yahuwah placed a desire in your hearts to be here to worship. What is the meaning of that? He is placing that desire because he wants us to be a part of this kingdom. If we did not have a desire to love Yahuwah Abba, do you think we would even entertain the doctrine about his name? If we did not have a desire about Yahuwah, do you think we would even accept the teaching about the Sabbath, the Ten Commandments? Most likely not. The one thing we have in common, we who belong to the assembly of Yahushua, is we have a love for our father. We love him so much. And we love his son so much. We are willing to do everything and anything to please our father and his son. To the point that we are willing to endure. To the point that we will learn everything that we can about him. It begins with desire. Because without desire, we cannot endure. Yahuwah wants us to endure. And so he has given that desire, that love that we have for Yahuwah, that love that we have for Yahushua. Let us nurture that love, nurture that desire. Because what is the promise of Yahuwah to his people? The Bible says, I will find joy doing good for them and will faithfully and wholeheartedly replant them in this land. That's when we will see the final phase of Yahuwah's master plan, when we will be with him and his son forevermore, receiving their fellowship and their blessings in our life. Let us stand and we shall pray together. Everlasting Father, most holy and gracious Yahuwah, thank you for planting that desire deep in our hearts, a desire that has become a thirst and a hunger for your presence. Something in us moved us to seek to know you better and deeper. We know you are the one acting behind the scenes because you want your people to grow, to become mature, to become like your son. We know your end goal. You want us to belong to you forever. As your sons and daughters living in your kingdom. 
And so if we must go through the process of fiery trials, so be it, loving Abba. We know we are never alone, that you watch over each one of us. And so during the times of our great suffering, remember us when we call upon you. Continue to nurture the love that we have for you. May it grow. May it become mature. May we have a deep desire not to fail you so that we can endure until the very end. As human beings, there are limits to our ability to endure suffering in this life. And so we ask, may you please turn our weaknesses into strengths as we rely completely upon you. Father, remember our loved ones, our parents, our children, our siblings. May you plant that desire in their hearts. We ask and beg of you, may they grow up knowing you, seeking you, never abandoning you. How glorious it is to hear your promise that it will give you joy to help us and to strengthen us. We believe this because it's what we feel. Every time we cry out your name, Yahuwah, you are ever present as though you were standing by our side. This is what we feel again and again. This is the only reason why up until this very moment in time, we are still here, not because we are good, but because you are ever merciful and loving towards your people. So we are confident we will be able to endure for we look to you loving Abba, deliver your people, strengthen us, teach us to humble ourselves. And at the right time we know you will deliver your people, heal us of our sicknesses, whatever affliction we are going through, help us to be strong and help us to overcome the temptations and testings of life. Loving Mashiach Yahushua, you are the everlasting plan. You are the logos. You are the master plan of Yahuwah. Because of you, we have the opportunity to belong to your family, the family of Abba. What a great privilege to endure suffering on your behalf. We are glad to do it. Only help your servants as we look up to you, as we wait for your return, that we may share in your glory. Father, please remember your people throughout the world. Help us to stand together as one in fulfilling our duties. We believe, Father, you have listened to our prayers. We ask and beg everything in the name of our Lord and Savior, Yahushua HaMashiach. Amen.